Welcome to the Ed Newsstand Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Reynolds. This is season three, episode 22 of the podcast, and this week's episode is all about Canva. I can't even express how much I love Canva as a tool. I use it every day, multiple times a day. I've referenced it in the podcast. I can't even count how many times I've referenced it. Um, It is easily one of the most powerful tools that you can have as an educator, if not just as somebody who creates content for the web. So this week's episode, I'm going to talk about all of the different templates that are available for educators. And I'm going to talk about the power of Canva for education, how you can create a class, how you can import your students into your class, and how you can utilize some of the tools in Canva for education in your classroom. So without further ado, because there's so much to get to in this week's episode, let's dive in. There are so many resources in Canva or on canva.com. It was really difficult for me to kind of find a starting place. So what I decided to do with the resources is I wanted to come at it from an educator perspective. And I wanted to specifically highlight all of the educator resources. Now, all of the resources that I'm going to highlight are available whether or not you are an educator. And there are a lot more resources regardless of the ones that you see just specifically on my newsletter. So with that in mind, you can see here that there are a lot of templates that I've tried to highlight. So there are templates for infographics if you are making those with your students or having your students make those. If you are teaching virtually or you are teaching in person, we need to get to know our students better. And so if the school year started where you are teaching, if you were teaching distance learning, it was hard to get to know your students. And the same thing goes when they come back into the room. It's a whole different dynamic. And so getting to know your students again on a different level, there are some templates for the All About Me video. So you can use them for you as an educator to talk to your students and your families about you. You can also use it the reverse way. So students can make them all about themselves to share with you so you can get to know them better. If you want the students to create a presentation or you want to create a presentation, there are a lot of presentation templates. And all of the templates that you see in Canva, you can use the templates or you can always start from scratch. So you can try a presentation template, but you can start that from scratch. There are worksheet templates that you can use. There are classroom calendars. There are online whiteboards, which I will get into a little bit more specifically. You can create flashcards for your students. There are Zoom background templates, both static and ones that are movies or that move while you're on Zoom. So those are pretty cool. I'm going to dig a little bit more into classroom decor kits and talk to you about what comes in all of those kits. There are classroom Google Classroom headers. So the templates are already there. You just design the Google Classroom header and download it, and then you can put it in Google Classroom because it's already a predetermined um, size for you to put right into Google Classroom. There are lesson plan templates that you can use, newsletters if you do those for your families and your students. Some other templates that you have are classroom rules. There are flyers. There are agendas, name tags, supply lists, meet the teacher. There are templates for group work, educational videos, mind maps, bubble maps, and social media templates. Before I get into the templates and how Canva works, let's talk specifically here this link about Canva's education program. So if you click on the link, it will take you to their website for Canva for Education. And so 
creativity and collaboration tool, which is what Canva is, I think it leans a lot heavier on the creativity, but the collaboration tool is there and it does work very, very well. It's available for free, 100% free for all K through 12 teachers and their students. So what happens when you sign up for Canva for Education, you are actually given a classroom and you can import your students into Canva from Google Classroom and then they get a free Canva account based on the account that you have. Canva for Education inspires creativity so you can read about how it does this here. You can see here that it has over 400,000 different templates, over 75 million premium stock photos, over 3,000 various fonts. You can publish assignments and activities for your students. They can access your content from Drive, Dropbox, and various other places. Share your designs to Google Classroom easily and bring your designs to life with Bitmojis, Jiffies, and YouTube. Some of the things that you get, we touched on these worksheets and presentations. You can see some of the films and the teachers and educators and students will show you how they are specifically using Canva in their classroom. This will talk to you about how to register and I'll go over that here in a moment. When students sign into Canva, they can use the Google single sign-on. If your district uses Clever, Clever is also a single sign-on and Canva for Education is COPA and FERPA compliant. When you do use Canva for Education, it is real-time collaboration, so you can see everybody that is using the template or is working with you, much like you see in Google. You can leave comments. There is a classroom space, which I mentioned. You can mark the workflow, and you can easily share templates with your students. When you create the different things within Canva, you can easily, like I mentioned before, share it to Google Classroom. You can download it in many different formats from PNGs to JPEGs to videos to GIFs. You can make presentations interactive. You can easily create websites, assignments, and share out to various platforms. Within the resources for Canva for Education, you've got Canva for Classroom, the online course. You can easily join the Canva's teacher community. So they have a Facebook community that will help empower you to use Canva even better in your classroom. And finally, at the bottom, you will see teacher's blog. So you can find resources to promote creativity. Um, there are some inspiring quotes, 10 ways to create a positive culture in your classroom, and many other blog posts for you to use to really um, take Canva to its ultimate level. So the next resource is, talks to you about how to apply for Canva's education program. To apply for Canva's education program, you just click on the link, it will take you right here. It will talk to you about the eligibility requirements. It will talk to you about submitting an application. And here is your application. So what Canva wants for you is they want you to have your own personal Canva account and then tie that to your school account. So you can kind of read through the application platform here and get signed up for a free version of Canva for Education. The last resource that I have at the bottom is Canva's Design School. So when you get to your design school, you can see you can log in with your Canva account and then there are a lot of different courses that you can join. So here's the main one that starts at the top, the design school. But as you scroll down, this pink one here is Canva for the classroom. So if you are getting started with Canva for classroom, this might be a really good place to start. Some graphic design basics to really get you flowing in um, graphic design. Down at the bottom here, you have the Canva for Education one, which I mentioned before. There's one here with Canva Pro. So if you really want to take Canva to the next level, here is a course that you can work through with Canva Pro. The two areas within the newsletter that I really want to highlight is the classroom decor kits. So if you click on the classroom decor kits, it will take you to the um, link. When you get to the classroom kits website, 
you can see that it has all of the different categories. So you click categories and you can see the different categories here. But then as you move through, you can see the themes that work with all the categories. So all of the things that you see with the theme, all of the different templates that you see in, in the category, so whether it's a lesson plan or a calendar, all of these tie together in the theme. And anything that you see in the theme can be manipulated and changed. So if you don't like the squiggly lines or you wanna change the text or you wanna change the picture, all of the stuff can be thrown out. You can change the background color if you want to, um, but this is just the theme that comes with all of the items in the classroom kit. Now you can't download all of the items in the classroom kit in one foul swoop. You have to go through and download them all individually. But you can see as I scroll through here that there are a lot of different themes for, from, for you to pick from. The other major template that I really wanted to highlight specifically was the online whiteboard because I have been talking about the online whiteboard for quite a while. So if you click on the online whiteboard link, it will take you to the online whiteboard templates. When you get to the online whiteboards, site, you can see all of the different whiteboard templates that are available. But the first one in the top left is a creating a blank online whiteboard. The great thing about this is if you find a whiteboard that you want to use, so I'll use this KWL chart. So let's say I have my KWL chart now and I'm, I'm done. I want to maybe move this into um, another program. I can just simply click the download button. And then from here, I can choose what kind of file type I want. So I mentioned this before from a PNG to a JPEG. I'm just gonna do a quick PNG. So now my KWL chart has been downloaded and you can see it down here in my downloads bar. The great thing is if I go to other programs like Jamboard, I click on the plus, I wanna set the background. I click on my image my KWL chart fits specifically within Jamboard. So it's awesome because the way that Canva has it done, now I can use their template for the KWL chart right in my Jamboard. If I go into explain everything, I can click on creating a new explain everything. I can start with a file. I can pick my KWL chart and open it. And then the KWL chart is now right in my explain everything. So now I can use this KWL chart within my larger explain everything lesson that I might be doing with my students. We've talked about Nearpod as far as utilizing a whiteboard in your classroom. So if I create a new Nearpod lesson and I add some content, I'm gonna add a slide. And in my slide, I'm going to change the layout to just a one element item. And then I'm going to drag this KWL chart right into my files. And look at that. My KWL chart now fits specifically in my Nearpod lesson and I can save this and exit. And now I can continue on adding to my Nearpod lesson. So, but I have this online whiteboard KWL chart now in my Nearpod. So if Nearpod doesn't have this as a template, you can easily download it from Canva and drop it easily into Nearpod. When you download a whiteboard from Canva, you can easily drop that online whiteboard into either Smart Online Learning Suite or you can insert it into a Smart Notebook page. So there you go, it's dropped into Smart Notebook and I can easily lock it here. And then I can use it with my students either in class or I can upload this Smart Notebook document to Smart Online Learning Suite and use it there. And finally, the online whiteboards work in Keynote as well. So if I insert the online whiteboard document that I downloaded from Canva, I can easily insert it into my Keynote and I can use this with my students so I can share it out. The online whiteboard we talked about several weeks ago on the podcast, um, I can also use it in the online version with my students too.
To get to Canva.com, you can just type in Canva.com or in the top left corner of the newsletter is a link to Canva.com so you can click on the logo. It will take you right to Canva and then you can see that you can design anything. So you have the recommendations up at the top. So you have Instagram posts, presentations, stories, virtual backgrounds. But then as you scroll down on the main page of Canva.com, it will show you your recent designs, any trending education templates. And then as you scroll down farther, it will walk through all of the templates that I have talked about already um, on the podcast and mentioned in the newsletter. To get started, you just click on Create Design in the top right corner. It's a purple button. And then you will see that you have the suggested options. So what I'm going to design is I'm going to design a Zoom background. So I've scrolled down to the Zoom backgrounds and now you can see that I have just plain picture backgrounds or um, one of them here is under the ocean, so the fish are already swimming around the background. So I can click on the See All across from the title of Zoom Background, and I'm just going to click on Start from a Blank Background. When I click into Canva, I am given all the templates. I can see the templates that I have recently used, and then I it will actually group the templates out from Funny Zoom Backgrounds to Earth Day, and then there are all results. So it does give you some different categories of Zoom backgrounds to choose from, and then it just gives you all of the other backgrounds that are available within Zoom. So I'm just going to show you some of the design elements that are available for you in Canva. So we talked at the top about the various templates. You have the search parameters, so I can tap in the search box and type specifically what I'm looking for. You also have the filter um, within the search box, and that filter will allow you to search by color, and it will allow you to search by language. And some of the filters will change as you are working through the design elements. So underneath templates, you have uploads. And under your education account, you have a 100 gig worth of storage space from which you can um, dump items in here. And the awesome thing is when you find things outside of Canva that you want to use, you can easily bring them in. So you can drag them onto the template and it will put it in your uploads folder, um, or you can just drag it into the uploads folder, or you can click the purple button that says upload media and drop the media into your uploads folder. You can search your uploads, but my guess is that you would have to name the file before you bring it in. And I don't do a very good job of naming the file before I bring the file into Canva. So I haven't had much success doing a search in my uploads to find what I'm looking for. When you utilize images in either um, Canva itself or in your uploads, if I click on one of the images that I have in my uploads, some of the options I have, one option I have is I have effects that I can add to my image. So I can add a duotone, I can make it look glitchy, I can make it kind of black and white. These are, these are different filters under the effects that you can add to your image. But one of the cool things is you, you have a background remover. When you click background remover, it'll think for a minute and then it will remove the background of your image. Now, if you don't like what it's done, you can go in and you can manually erase or restore some of the parts of your picture. So we'll just try a quick restore so you can see it's restoring some of the background. If I go over to erase, I can fine tune that. I can fine tune the size of my brush. I can zoom in on the image to make sure I'm getting exactly what I want. When I'm all done, I just click the check mark and I click done and there's my image. Outside of the effects, you can go to your filters and you can look at the various filters that are available. So maybe I want to pick a whimsical filter and it will I can change the intensity of the filter on the image and then it will change the intensity of that filter. I can adjust the brightness, the contrast, the saturation, tint, blur, and 
um, X process and vignette if I want to. I can crop the image. I don't actually have to click on the crop tool itself. I can just double click or I can drag from the center of the image to kind of crop the image itself. So I don't really need the word crop. I can flip the image if I want to both horizontally and vertically. I can actually make the image look a little more transparent if I would like. So there is a transparency as you move farther to the right. I can lock this in place. I can set the image as a background. Um, and then as you add more items to your template within Canva, you can move them around, move them to the front, move them to the back, move them forward, move them backward. And you can add multiple pages. So when you are doing presentations in Canva, you can easily duplicate the page um, or just add a new page. So on the template in the top right hand corner, I have duplicate page or I have just add new page. You also under the template have a large gray button that says add page. Underneath uploads, there are photos and these are photos that are specifically within Canva. So you, these you could really search pretty um, well within Canva and in the search bar, you have another filter and the filter will allow you to find some orientation of your pictures. You can choose color, you could choose orientation, square, vertical, horizontal, and you can choose free pictures or you can choose education pictures, which kind of fall under the pro umbrella. Under photos, you have elements. And the elements are different line styles or shapes or frames and stickers, grids. One of the cool things that I really like are all the frames because some of the frames that they have, they have computer and smartphone frames. So if you drop in a computer, the awesome thing is this computer is just a frame. So if I have another image that I want to drop in, so let's say I add this explain everything background. I can easily grab the explain everything and drop it right into the computer frame. And now I have this image that I can export and use somewhere else. Underneath elements, I have different text that I can add. So I can add individual headings, subheadings, or body text, but then I have texts that go together, font combinations. And so I can click on these font combinations. And if I click on, let's say, thank you, now I can double click on this. The two words are grouped together. So you can see that I have an ungroup option in the top right hand corner. I can change the effects from the different fonts that I already have built into Canva. I can change the size. I can change the color. Depending on the type of font that I add, I can bold or italicize it. I can change the alignment. I can change, make it a list. I can change the line spacing. I can add an effect to it so I can give it a drop shadow. I can give it an echo, hollow it out, lift it or splice it up. I can underline it. I can change the case from uppercase to lowercase. Um, I can copy the style. So that's pretty nice if you want the style to replicate across multiple slides and I can make it transparent. I can also add the, a link to my text. So if I want people to be able to click on this, if I publish it to the web, people can click out that way. Some other options within Canva that I have, I can add audio, I can add video to it so you can see how long the different videos are. And again, you can search through your videos. So some are 11 seconds, seven seconds. Underneath videos, I have backgrounds that I can add. So they have landscapes or gradients or abstracts, so a lot of different background options. And then as I upload things into Canva myself, I can start to create folders and easily find my items based on a folder. Other options within Canva that you can integrate are you can go right to Pixabay. So if you want to pull in graphics from that website, you can go find emojis, you can create QR codes and embed them right into your Canva templates. And you can easily add Jiffy or GIFs to your um, Canva template right from within the more file structure. And if you want to log into your Bitmoji, 
Bitmojis are also available. One of the really great things about Canva is being able to color code all of the things within your template to make things work better together. So for example, with my text, I have thank you. And I talked about being able to change the text color. So if I click on that, it will show me that I actually already have some photo colors and you can create a brand for yourself. So if there are specific colors that you like to use all the time to fit with your brand, you can add brand colors in your, in your settings. You can also pick a new color. And so you can add a hex color. So if you want to use the color pick eyedropper extension and find a, a specific color that you're looking for, or you want to use color slurp um, on a Mac, if you click on color slurp, you can use the little eyedropper tool. And maybe I want this blue. It will copy the hex color. I'm in Canva. I just paste the hex color in there and it will change my hex color. And now I have that color as my thank you. When I'm all done, we talked about being able to download your image. So you've got those same downloads. You actually also have the option to download the image as a with a transparent background. So if you're going to be putting the image somewhere in, let's say Google Slides or some other program, but you don't want all the border as extra and you want things to be able to layer on top of one another, you would want to be able to download the image with a transparent background. You also have a lot of these different places that you can share out your design. So you can download it specifically, we talked about, but you can easily share it to Google Classroom. If you click on share here, it will. you can say continue, and then it will bring up the Google Classroom options for your you to share it out. So you can pick up the class, you can choose the action, make it an assignment with students easily, and then put in your title, your points, your due date, and then the link is right there within Canva. The last thing that I want to talk about is your classroom. So I mentioned at the very beginning, when you sign up for Canva under an education account, you actually are given a class, then all of your students have access to that Canva so you can work together and collaborate. So if you go down here on the left-hand side, and I click on my class. You can see here it says in my class are my designs. I can create folders. I have maybe other templates. I have the people that I've imported. So you can easily import people from your Google Classroom. I've already done that. So I can show you who is in my class. So if I'm in my designs and I create a design, um, let's just do an Instagram post to make it easy. When I'm in this Instagram post that I have created under my class, I can choose to share. And then one of my options is I can share it with my students. So I'm going to, you can choose not share, can view and can edit. I'm going to choose can edit. And then what happens is on the student side of things, when they log into Canva and they go down to their, your classroom, they will be able to see the template that you have shared with the students. So then when the student joins up in the top, you will see their little logo. And when you hover over it, it will tell you the name of the student that is currently in the design template at the same time. So when they are in the template and they are working and they are adding things as you are working, you will be able to see that they have images that are adding. And then when those images and, and items are inserted into the program, you will see that there is a line or a box around it and it will tell you exactly who inserted that image and what they are working on specifically. So if I'm in my program and I add a an element myself, let's say I add this pink shape here and I'm gonna change the color so that it differentiates a little bit from the one that my student added. So you can see now that my item is highlighted, but as the student, I can actually go in and I can move this around too. So now we both have it highlighted. If I click out of it, 
as the teacher. Now you can see that the student is working in this one and maybe I click on the pink circle. Now the student is working in this one. So as your students are working together, you can see specifically who's in the program and who is working on what item all at the same time. So if you have a full classroom of 20 or 30 students working on the, a presentation together, or maybe you've gone smaller group and you've got two or three students working on a presentation together, students will always know, much like within Google Slides and Google Docs, where all the students are at at all times. So it really makes it easy so you're not maybe working on the same element at the same time. So that's really the power of signing up for Canva under a teacher account because then all of your students have access to all of your design resources at the same time. Students can't see your specific design. Students can only see the designs that you are sharing with your classroom. Canva is probably easily my favorite ed tech tool. It has so many possibilities and so many resources. And with the fact that as an educator, you can sign up for a free, more robust account and use that account with your students and give them free access to Canva with all of the bells and whistles that you get as an educator and be able to choose those as assignments for students, the possibilities are really endless for what you can do with the platform. I can't encourage you enough to sign up for a Canva account. Um, it's really easy and it's free and you will find that you are probably using it every day, if not multiple times a day. So I encourage you to check out the resources that are in this week's newsletter, all of the resources that are available for educators. Make sure to sign up for an educator account down here at the bottom through the links, and then you can get started building your brand and building assignments for your students in Canva. That's it for this episode of the Ed Newsstand Podcast. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast or watching the video version on YouTube because I know your time is valuable. I'd like to personally thank Canva for all they're doing to help educators by providing them a powerful technology tool for their students and for their classroom. For more EdTech resources, you can follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Reynolds Troy or on Instagram at Ed Newsstand. If you're listening on any podcast platform and would like to hear more, please like and subscribe to receive updates and have any new episode automatically downloaded for you. You can also revisit my previous episodes on any major podcasting platform like Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, or iHeartRadio. If you'd like to download my app to have my podcasts and newsletters right on your smart device, please check it out at ednewsstand.glideapp.io and save it to your home screen. If you don't want the app but would like to check out my resources, please visit my website at ednewsstand.weebly.com. This is Troy Reynolds, and this is the Ed Newsstand Podcast hoping you were able to take away at least one idea for your classroom. Please be safe. Until next time.